This is the 415ers podcast brought to you by the Aussie Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game. My name is Evan Giddings. That is Mark Grandy. We're coming at you two times a week in the offseason. Although, Mark, I'm looking forward to this Friday because we might be able to sneak in another emergency pod based on the news for Brock Purdy. Fingers crossed. Hope it's good. But uh, we should be getting you some content this weekend as well, so stay on the lookout for that. Please download, rate, subscribe in order to get that content wherever you get your podcast from. Five stars appreciated. Something else that was kind of fun this week that we we saw, Mark, was uh, Fred Warner went on the Bussin' with the Boys podcast, which I believe is run by uh, football players. So Fred Warner's in his element. He's feeling <laughs> loose. And at least from what I could tell by the clip that I listened to, kind of big, big, begrudgingly was coaxed out of his top five current 49ers list. And, uh, of course, humbly put himself as number one. Although, wait, so Mark, do you know the list? Have you seen the list? Uh, I I definitely saw it, but I don't have it memorized in my, okay. in my head. Then then before we reveal Fred Warner's list, how would you rank the 49ers this year? Because he did put them one through five. They eventually forced him to do it. And I'm curious what you would rank one through five. Okay, so this is no, in no particular order. I'm just saying names to get them all out. Oh, there you're Fred Warner right now. This is what he did first, and then they, <laughs> they forced him into one. Th- okay, I, go. okay, I will go. go. I, just for the sake of, of me visualizing this all. So the, the people that need to be considered: Trent Williams, Nick Bosa. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you get you. Fred Warner deserves to be considered for this. Eh, I guess uh, <laughs> you, you guess. Uh, podcast. George Kittle. George yeah. Kittle, that's what four so that's far. Four. Um. Oh, McCaffrey obviously deserves to be considered. That's five. And then uh, you already five. Is that it? I mean, I'm I'm thinking of people who need to be considered. Am I missing? Oh, Debo. Does Debo need to be considered? That's six. Uh, that would be the sixth. Mm-hmm. I uh, if we're, I think Debo yeah. might be on my outside looking in at, at okay. that top five. Um. I don't know. This is, t- I mean, I guess the point is the Niners have a lot of yeah. incredible talent. Uh, I don't know. How would you rank the top five? Yeah. And of course, didn't name Traverius Ward, who might, who might be up there as well. Yeah. Um, didn't name maybe their best receiver this year. Brandon Ayuk wasn't yeah. on that list. Uh, how would I, re- well, uh, unfortunately I know the list, but, but I would be something similar. Like my top five would include those six guys you named in some different order. It'd be Bosa. It'd be Trent. It'd be Fred. It'd be uh, George. It would be Chris McCaffrey, and it'd be Debo. Although, so a lot of this is, of course, based <laughs> off of last season. But uh, let me give you Fred Warner's one through five, which right, again it was like it was like pulling teeth. Like they basically had to you know, torture him into into separating himself from his teammates. So let me guess, he put himself one, huh? Yes, he did. Yes, okay. he did. <laughs> I mean, you got to do that. Yeah, yeah I feel like well. you have to. It's, it's given. So Fred Warner, number one. Trent Williams, okay, number two. And he added, sorry, Nick Bosa, even though you're D- DPOY, you're number three. <laughs> okay. Number four, Christian McCaffrey. Mm. Number five, Debo Samuel. Wow. Honorable mention, George Kittle. He left Kittle out of the top five? Kick rocks, George. <laughs> uh, I think for the most part, I, I it's a good list. I I mean, you know, he put himself number one. We could say whatever we want about that, but you throw that out. Uh, I mean, Trent Williams, Nick Bosa. Trent Greenlaw's a better linebacker than Fred <laughs> Trent Williams, Warner. Nick Bosa, and Christian McCaffrey. 
that seems like a pretty like in in a good order to me. I don't know one, two, three. I don't know exactly where I'd fit Fred Warner and and George Kittle and Debo Samuel in. About a quarterback. I think like <laughs> like this is so indicative of the team though. Well, yeah, not not to say consider one of their their guys under center, but it's like the 49ers for as great as they are, do not revolve around the quarterback as much as, of course, everyone makes it out to be. Like, internally, they're like, all right, well, we got the best linebacker in the game. We got the best tackle. We got the best tight end. We got the best runner. Let me see. Oh, oh yeah, I guess a quarterback. Eh, no, they don't really make the cut at this point. Top six. Sorry, Brock. Sorry, Trey. Sorry, Jimmy. Hit the pipe. At a quarterback, some guy who was playing in the Big 12 last year. Yeah, but I mean, dude, it could be a quarterback next year from the draft that finds themselves in the top eight for the quarter for the Niners. It could be. You're right. I mean, any other legitimate Super Bowl contender in the NFL, like what? There's five or six legitimate NFL Super Bowl contenders. All of them will have their quarterback like number one overall. And the Niners aren't even in the top six, seven, eight. You know, best player. Even if you went down the top NFC teams, how many teams would not have their quarterback as their top five member of their team? Like, all right, let's go. Eagles. Yeah, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, he's in there. Uh, if you want to go to uh, Minnesota Vikings, they were the third seed this year. Yeah, Kirk Cousins is in the top five of their team, whether you like it or not. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott, probably in the top five of their team. New York Giants. Uh, Daniel Jones, probably in the top five of their team. In terms of money, he is now. That's for well, sure. He's, he's number one. He, big kahuna. That's what <laughs> Daniel Jones is. Yeah, I mean, Saquon got franchise tagged. He's probably a little upset. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's wild. The Niners have been able to accomplish what they have, which still isn't winning a Super Bowl, but doing it without a, a high-quality quarterback. I do think it's a little bit of an out for Fred Warner to be asked this question when Jimmy Garoppolo isn't on the roster. You know that everyone in that locker room loves Jimmy Garoppolo, and maybe they would feel obligated to to throw him on there, but it's easy to just, you know, not mention Brock Purdy or not mention Trey Lance because, you know, really what have they accomplished at the NFL level? It's easy to to put them off, but I guarantee, Evan, let's say this, this, this appearance for Fred Warner on Bustin' with the Boys happened Week 10, when Jimmy Garoppolo's in the middle of his good run of play and he came out with this top five and the honorable mention that didn't include Jimmy Garoppolo, we would be talking, oh, my God, Fred Warner hates Jimmy Garoppolo. He thinks he stinks. So I think it's a little bit of a uh, of an easy out for Fred Warner not to have to, to mention a quarterback. But so the larger point stands. Uh, just imagine what the Niners could accomplish if they had a top flight quarterback that deserved to be in this top five. It would be uh, it would be a sight to behold because <laughs> they're already one of the most talented teams in the NFL and their quarterback position has a giant question mark on it. Which is why to answer your original question, and this is assuming I can't put Kyle Shanahan in my top five 49ers. So <laughs> if we're just looking at the players, I think it would be a pretty similar list. It would be, uh, well, number one would be Nick Bosa for me. Number two would be Christian McCaffrey. Okay. Number three would be Trent Williams. Yeah, I think that's the top three pretty safely. In in, in whatever order you put him yeah. in, I, I think those are their top three guys. Number four would probably be Fred Warner. And number five, I hate to say it, but the best ability is availability. Uh. And this past year, Brandon Ayuk was a go-to guy for that offense. Okay. And as the receiving leader, 
I got to slot him in in my top five. And unfortunately, George Kittle missed the beginning of the season due to an injury, so he had some ground to make up. Uh, but when George Kittle was not playing with Brock Purdy, he was a very different player. I know he still blocked the same, very different receiver. Brandon Ayuk was the same with all three quarterbacks. I give him some credit for that. He rounds out my top five. That's fair enough. Uh, okay, I'll just I'll do mine just for the hell of it. I'll, I'll have Bosa one as well, uh, but I will go Trent Williams two and then Christian McCaffrey. Um, I'm going to go. Huh, I'll go George Kittle four and Fred Warner five. <laughs> Fred Warner five. Uh, but yeah, I, it's hard to uh, forget what Debo did a couple of years ago now. Just incredible, remarkable. One of the most insane offensive seasons in NFL history, um, but wasn't nearly as effective this past year. And I know he was banged up here or there. And, and you know, we've talked a lot about that, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, the larger point still is that the Niners have insane talent. Uh, I respect your Brandon Ayuk. Uh, inclusion in the top five it does kind of get my brain uh only for this past year like and and maybe that was what fred was kind of basing his criteria off of was just like his teammates and yeah. of course he's he's been there for a long time so he he values that sort of longevity but this was Ayuk's real first breakout year so i i could see why obviously anyone would would favor debo when you're having those conversations yeah that makes sense it, it did kind of you including him kind of got my brain working though because I think there's a really interesting conversation to be had, and I'm probably getting a little bit ahead of myself. Um, it probably does not come up this offseason much, but there will be a time in the future, Evan, in, in the, the soon future, the near future, when the Niners have to decide if they want to pay and keep Brandon Ayuk. It's it's not coming up this offseason. The general timeline is they do it the offseason before the final year of your rookie deal, which is a year from now for Brandon Ayuk. And with all the money that they owe Nick Bosa, with it, with what they're already paying Debo Samuel, there'll come a time where the Niners have to decide if they want to sign Brandon Ayuk and keep him, or if they want to let him go, or if they want to try to move off of someone. And that would be, hint, hint, Debo Samuel, because you'd be signing a number one receiver and you already have one on your roster. That conversation is going to come at some point for the 49ers. Again, I'm getting ahead of myself. It's not happening this offseason. But just be ready, Niner fans, because that conversation will come at some point. Well, and that's why I'd ask the question in the first place. Why do you spend so much to go out and get Christian McCaffrey? I mean, he does pretty similar things to what Debo Samuel does. I know he's a little bit older, but he's got a better track record. I mean, I'm just wow. saying there are a couple of... There, there are a couple pieces, and this is actually why I think their offense is so good is because they have so many guys that do similar things. But when you're talking about, Mark, like what you said of, all right, who do you want to keep and who's on the chopping block, you do then have to evaluate who is a little more expendable than others. And right now, I see a couple of guys that do the same things on offense, which makes them so dynamic, but which one does them better? You heard it here first. Evan Giddings anti Christian McCaffrey. That's what I'm hearing. That's the only thing oh. I'm taking away. Oh no 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 no. What whatever you're thinking, flip it around. <laughs> what that's that's what I'm thinking, Mark. If you can read between the lines, it's not about it's not about Chris McCaffrey. Well, it's about, I mean, about the guy who asked for a trade last off season. The the first thing you said was why did they go out and get McCaffrey? I don't know. That that seems like you're questioning that move to me. Uh, no, my bigger question is why did you pay Debo 20 plus million dollars 
if you are then going to go out and trade for someone who does everything that Debo does, only he's done it for a little bit longer and slightly better. Hey, if uh, one is good, two has got to be great. That's all I'll say. I'm with you. That's something we get. We'll, we'll put it in the cap, Mark. We'll, we'll revisit <laughs> it down the line. Uh, but that'll wrap up this episode of the 415ers podcast. Of course, we're coming at you um, potentially later this weekend with uh, a Brock Purdy update for you. So, of course, we'll be tuned into that. Friday, March 10th, Brock Purdy, elbow surgery, book it. We're looking forward to it. And then, of course, next week with our free agency episode on Tuesday, negotiations, as Mark mentioned earlier, the episode on Monday, and then free agency is set to start officially when people can put pen to paper on Wednesday. So two episodes coming at you next week, uh, one this weekend. Mark, I appreciate you, my man, and I look forward to it. Yes, sir, Evan. Have a great rest of your night. All right. Take it easy, everyone. You've been listening to 415ers Podcast on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network. Thanks.